will not be long. Not going to keep you long. I uh, just want to. Uh, it's very important the the preaching of the truth. The truth is the the, the way Brother John wrote the play and uh, what you saw in the play. Uh, the truth is there are people out there right now that those are the kind of lives that they're living. They're very miserable. They're very very tormented now. I uh, can't say that they're going to wake up to a dream tonight and three different angels are going to come, but there are many people that are lost and on their, I hate to use the term, but they're on the way to hell. You know, God promised us eternal life through Jesus Christ, His Son. That's why we have Christmas Day. And, and that's um, what I'm going to speak about, and I'm going to really condense it down, but... Uh, just, I want to try to answer just a little, really briefly, why do we celebrate Christmas? Why do we celebrate Christmas? Why do we have wonderful meals? Why do we give gifts to each other? Why do we do those things? Why is that the system? And sometimes we think it's all, um, you know, about economics, and we think it's all about, you know, businesses and presents. And, and the truth is, the world is out there. Uh, and that's all it's about. It's kind of that mentality. It's, it's about this is just a season to make some more money. And it's a season that some people will, will lose some money. And, and, but that's not why a Christian celebrates Christmas. It's not why we do. But I want you to also understand that there's some basis for the fact that we have big meals. There's some basis for the fact that we have, uh, that we give gifts. And so I'm going to read to you, and again, going to do it very quickly. You don't have to turn to it, but in the book of Esther, it's a very strange book to use to talk about Christmas. But in the book of Esther, chapter 9, verses 16 through 22, it says this, But the other Jews that were in the king's provinces gathered themselves together and stood for their lives and had rest from their enemies and slew of their foes seventy and five thousand, but they laid not their hands on the prey. And on the 13th day of the month, Adar, and on the 14th day of the same rested day, and made it a day of feasting and gladness. But the Jews that were at Shushan assembled together on the 13th day thereof, and on the 14th day thereof, and on the 15th day of the same, they rested, made it a day of feasting and gladness. Therefore, the Jews of the villages that dwelt in the unwalled towns made the 14th day of the month, Adar, a day of gladness and feasting and a good day and of sending portions one to another. And Mordecai wrote these things and sent letters unto all the Jews that were in the provinces of King Ahasuerus, both nigh and far, to establish this among them, that they should keep the 14th day of the month Adar and the 15th day of the same yearly, as the days wherein the Jews rested from their enemies and the month which was turned unto them from sorrow to joy and from mourning into a good day, that they should make them days of feasting and joy of sending portions one to another and gifts to the poor. Now, this is, this is what God has set up. God has set up this system, so to speak. Why do we celebrate Christmas? Because it's a day to remember our deliverance. You see, the reason we celebrate Christmas is because when that little child was born, in reality, that was the beginning of our deliverance. If Jesus Christ, you see, Jesus Christ, that little child in the manger was God incarnate. 
We hear that word often, but that means God in the flesh. God incarnate. God came. He left. He humbled himself and he came to, to earth to live on this earth 33 and a half years. He came in the flesh of man so he could suffer like a man, so he could experience everything of a man, so he could understand our temptation, so he could understand everything that we went through. He came on, look, you say, well, it was in December 25th. I want you to notice when, they, when God said for them to, to celebrate the Feast of Purim, some did it on the 14th and some did it on the 15th. Can I tell you, the day is not the most important thing. It's that we set a day is what's important. And so the, the, it has been set, December the 25th. And I'm not, I, no way I can go historically into what December the 25th is. But here's, it doesn't matter who used to do whatever on December the 25th. The fact is, Christians today should celebrate December the 25th as the birth and the deliverance from their sin. That's why we celebrate. And, and it says, and he came by the spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms as an old prophet, saw this baby and he, and he took the baby into his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now liddeth thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For listen to what he says now, the old prophet, as he holds the child Jesus, he says, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation. You see, he said, I now, I'm holding, I'm not holding a baby, I'm holding incarnate God. It's the salvation of man. That's something to celebrate. That's something that we ought to be happy about. Now notice it says, to sing thy salvation, he saw the Christ child. Jesus, the reason for the season, was born. Isaiah 9, 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God. Unto us a child is born, and you know who he is? The Mighty God. The mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. This no prophet saw salvation in this child who was God incarnate. But what is salvation? And, and they, they depicted it here for us. Salvation is simply being saved from our sins. Saved from eternal death, saved from eternal hell, saved to heaven. And how is that done? Because a child came and was born. But that wasn't enough. That child grew. That child lived. That child came to a point where he was beaten beyond recognition as a young man at 33 and a half years old. 30, he, he lived and he was beaten beyond recognition. He hung on a cross. He was buried. He died and he was buried and he rose again from the grave. That's heaven. Say, how does that apply to me? Well, that's the gift. That's the gift, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You see, when Jesus died, what he was doing, he was giving us a Christmas gift. And that gift was eternal life. So whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If we receive that gift, we have eternal life. And you know, that truth is, it's so wonderful because he died for everybody in this room. 
And you say, well, you know, some people live differently and some people, and watch this, we'll think, well, some people are good people and some people are not as good. Can I tell you, there's none good, no, not one. So there's nobody in this room any better than anybody else because we're all sinners and sinners deserve to die and go to hell. But Jesus came. Jesus was born. He paid our sin for us. And thank God, I, I hate to say it, I'm still a sinner. Y'all might not know it. You may never observe it, but, but I'm a sinner here in this world. But when Jesus, when God looks at me, he looks at me through the blood of Jesus Christ and he sees me as righteous and perfect before God. Not because I'm physically perfect, but with God, Jesus took my place. We live in a world that is condemned just as the Jews were in a, in a world that was condemned in the time of Esther. A world that is dying just as the Jews were dying. And they, they, it had been, uh, the, uh, Haman had had a proclamation made through the king that they would all be killed. And we're in that kind of world right now where Satan has made a proclamation that we should all die and go to hell forever. And a, a world that is in fear and agony just as the Jews were in fear and agony. The world has been given hope through the birth of Jesus. The Jews found hope through the faith and courage of Esther. The world found salvation when the king of kings, the word, became flesh. The Jews found salvation from the word of the king. From the beginning, God has commanded that we set days and times to feast and to remember. You say, why would God do that? I don't know why. He just did it. It says in Exodus chapter 12, verse 14, you see, when the Passover took place and the picture of the blood of Jesus being shed, the Passover in the book of Exodus 12, 14, it says, This day shall be unto you for a memorial, and you shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. I don't know why God said feast, but some reason he said it. And he said, the Passover, you need to remember and have a feast. He said, all through Scripture, every wonderful thing that happened, God said, we're going to remember that. We're going to have a feast. And when it came to the, the Esther and the, and the people of, uh, that were spared, the Jews were spared, God said, have a feast. And you say, why do we have big banqueting and, and big turkey and dressing and all the stuff and whatever you have for Christmas? And I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I've talked to all kinds. Some have ham. Some have turkey. And I've talked to some of them have tacos. Uh, <laughs> And you know, I don't care what you have. God just said, you know what? While you're doing this, I think it's kind of like the Lord's Supper. Even there, he said, he said, eat this and remember me. And you know what? Every good thing, God just said, sit down, gather your family together, gather your loved ones together, and watch this. Thank God for me. The Jews of Esther followed this. God-given method, Esther, when we said, 9.22, says, As the days wherein the Jews rested from their enemies in the month which was turned into them from, listen to this, from sorrow to joy and from mourning to a good day. I'll be honest with you, Christmas has always been a good day for me. Amen. And it's been a day of joy. You ever heard the song, Joy to the World? It's been, a, it's been a day of joy. This month of December, we remember that sorrow was turned to joy. Mourning was turned into a good day. That's what should happen Christmas Day. The truth is it ought to happen every day for a Christian. But that really, I mean, Christmas Day, we ought to just say, 
God has taken the sorrow away. This is a good day. It's a good day we feast. This day we sing joy to the world. This day we send portions to each other. This day we give gifts to others. You know what? In Esther, it describes Christmas Day. And to them, it was Christmas Day. To them, it was a day of thanksgiving. It was a day to remember that they were delivered. They were going to be killed. Uh, the, the decree had been signed. They were all going to die. And, and look, God had spared them, and they remembered it. Now, this is a procedure as old as man and is done to help us remember that, a wonderful, uh, that wonderful day that we were delivered from death. If you're saved right now, you've been delivered from eternal death. We have Christmas Day in remembrance of our deliverance from Satan's destruction. Why do we celebrate Christmas? As a remembrance. Why do we have wonderful meals? It's God's way. He's always been feast days. Even as I said, even the Lord's Supper. Do this in remembrance of me. Why do we give gifts to each other? Because people of God always, listen to this, the people of God always desire to give gifts to others for they appreciate what they have been given. That's really the reason we ought to give. We ought to give because it's so good to have, to have had it. It's been given. Now, I understand it's been commercialized and it's been adulterated, but it doesn't have to be in our homes. It does not have to be in our homes. We simply, and, and I'll just tell you this, if you don't want it to be December the 25th, pick any day, but there ought to be some day according to God's procedure where you just stop and say, we're all going to gather together. I've said for years and years, you know what days like Christmas Day are? They're really days that hopefully they'll continue, but the world kind of shuts down. And isn't it good, those of you that work jobs, your dads, isn't it good, your moms, isn't it good when everything else shuts down and you're able to just sit down, take a deep breath, and be with your family? And that's what feast days were all about. It's God said, stop everything else. Gather together. Love each other. And what better way to love each other than to give somebody something? What better way to love each other and remind them of the gift of God, which is eternal life, by giving to them. So there's only two questions remain. Why do you celebrate Christmas? That's the real question in this one. Do you have a reason to celebrate Christmas? And I'll be honest with you, I enjoyed Christmas before November 8th, 1975. I always enjoyed it. But after November 8th, 1975, about 10 o'clock at night, when I trusted Christ as my Savior, that was the first Christmas, Christmas that I had a reason to truly celebrate Christmas. Because finally I understood why He came. Finally understood why he was born. Finally understood 
that he died for me. Finally understood why we're so good to gather family together. And can I tell you, when you gather all your family together and everybody has received the gift of eternal life, when all of your family is saved, you talk about having a feast. You talk about having sorrow turned into joy. That's a great day. Not just a good day, that's a great day. And that's why I celebrate Christmas. I love to gather all that I can gather of my family and say, this is a good day because Jesus was born. This is a good day because he lived and he died and he gave us a gift beyond anything that we could give to each other. But this is a good day because we're able to give to each other a little gift as a reminder of the gift that he gave us. It's a good day. Would you like to make today a a really good day? Would you like to celebrate Christmas for the first time? I was 20 years old before I really truly celebrated Christmas. I was 20 years old before I knew why he was born. Why he died. Why he arose from the grave. Let's bow our heads just like to ask you here and the kids 